Hello gorgeous, Lisa Jones here. And before I dive into today's epic podcast, this is a super quick note from me to you. I have a free Facebook group and inside my group, I am super active. I post heaps of really supportive resources. There's a whole video library in there of masterclasses that I've done. I share website transformations. I go in and do Facebook lives in there regularly. So this is your invitation to come and join me in my free Facebook group. All you need to do is go to Facebook, into the search bar and type in uncomplicated e-commerce for women and click to join my group. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to the e-commerce uncomplicated podcast, the place to be if you want to see your online brand absolutely thrive. I'm Lisa Jones, e-com expert, multi-million dollar brand founder, and mum. I now spend my days helping women all around the world to grow their brands. The e-commerce uncomplicated podcast breaks down all the aspects of running a successful business into simple, actionable steps delivered in easy to follow bite-sized chunks. If you're thinking of starting your own product brand or you already have a brand that's growing, then you are in the right place, my love. Let's get started. This is e-commerce uncomplicated. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of e-commerce uncomplicated. I am, as always, excited to be here to talk to you today. And I want to talk to you about a topic that's a little bit close to my heart today. And it's all about finding your genius zone. You see, I've been on a pretty big journey with understanding what I'm good at and what I'm not so good at in business. After having eight companies in 14 years and having my fair share of ups and downs, my dark moments owing lots of money to people and my great moments having heaps of money in the bank and everything in between, it's taken me a really long time, but I feel really clear now about the things that I'm good at and the things that I'm not so good at. And I call this finding your genius zone. That's the genius, the things that you're really good at and will paint you a little story, if you like, about why this is important to know. You see, around about eight years ago, I had what I'm going to call an adrenal breakdown. I had two companies both doing pretty big figures. One was a couple of mil a year and one was on its way to being a million a year. I had three children under 10 and I had a pretty nasty husband at the time and it was a pretty volatile marriage. And I simply was doing everything. You know, as women, we are so clever and so capable and so talented, and we should totally be ruling the world. The fact that we're not is just terrible. But what we are really not so great at is putting ourselves high on the priority list. Am I right? We're amazing at making sure that everyone else is okay. We make sure that we are amazing wives, partners, daughters, sisters, mothers, employees or business owners, we're pretty good at making sure all of that other stuff is working, but we're not so good at self-love. We're everything to everyone, but we put ourselves often quite down the list. Now, I'm willing to bet that in your business, not only are you quite down your own list, but you're also doing a little bit of everything. It's what I call the mouse wheel syndrome, where you're running every day as fast as you can, It's entrepreneurial groundhog day because when you woke up yesterday, you did exactly the same set of things that you're going to run around today doing, putting out fires, answering emails, creating reels, picking up kids, making dinners. My God, I feel exhausted even just saying it all out loud. 
<sighs> Let's just breathe that one out. So this mouse wheel, it's not very sustainable, is it? And what would you say, Lisa, if you were giving all of these wonderful ladies some advice about some things they could do to get off the mouse wheel? Well, I'm glad you asked, Lisa, because there's a whole bunch of things that you could do. But one of them I want to talk about today, which is finding your genius zone and only working in the things that you're really good at. You see, in our businesses, girls, I'm sure you're going to agree with me on this one. We wear a multitude of hats, right? We pick up all kinds of things and we put them on our shoulders and our heads. And it looks like customer service agent, order picker, chief website officer, finance advisor, chief strategist, email marketer, social media marketer, right? Like the list is pretty long and it's also therefore pretty hard to get off the mouse wheel while you're still wearing all of those hats. So what I worked out a really long time ago is that there are things that each of us are naturally quite good at and then there's a bunch of other stuff that, well, probably not that amazing at it and it kind of brings us down when we have to do it. And B, well, we're probably not doing it that well for ourselves. So my loves, you need to ditch that shit. And here's what you need to do in order to be able to do that. First of all, we need to identify what you're good at and what you're not good at. And well, you probably have a pretty clear idea. I'm willing to bet you probably already are sitting there nodding your head thinking, yep, I know the things I'm not great at. Well, if you definitely need another indicator of that, the things that you're good at are the things that you do every morning when you start work automatically. Probably you're firing off a bunch of things and you're like, yep, I don't mind doing those. The things that you're not so good at, well, they're usually the things that you ignore. They're the things that you go, oh, tomorrow. They're the things on the to-do list that you keep pushing back. Oh, next week. Mm, Oh no. Ooh, maybe next month. I'm too busy this month to do that. And they're the things that we need to take off your plate. Because if you keep going on this mouse wheel endlessly, eventually you're going to get worn down and you're going to start getting resentful. And when you get resentful towards your business for the things that you don't like doing, but you have to bloody show up every day and do, well, it's a pretty thankless task to continue to show up every day doing that. So what we want to do is the opposite. We want to get you in your brand doing all the things that are in your genius zone that you're really good at and that you like to do. And then we want to take all the things off your plate and give them to other people or automate them, the things you don't like doing. And that way, when you show up for work every day, you're going to feel happy and fulfilled and in line and in tune because you're going to be doing the things that you enjoy doing in your brand. So you say, Lisa, tell us, how do we figure out what I do with the things that I don't like to do? And maybe how do I even figure out what I do like doing and what I don't like doing? Because, well, most days I'm so overwhelmed that I'm not even sure what I like to do anymore. Great question. Now, I want to introduce you about now to a topic that I love to talk about, and it's called processes versus projects. And in every business, we have a whole stack of things that are processes and a few things that are projects. And pretty much any activity that you should be doing in your brand will be one of the two of these. Early on, we have to do a bit of everything in our brands because, well, we have to know what works and what doesn't. And we can't really outsource things until we know how they work because we have to build the process for them. So in the early days, you're probably doing a whole stack of both processes and projects. 
And well, you might have been around for a long time and you might still be doing both. But in order for you to scale up your brand, I need you to get rid of all of the processes off your plate. So what's a process, Lisa? Well, it's as simple as this, my love. Anything that happens repeatedly and regularly in your business is a process. If there's a repetition to it, if it happens every week, every day, every month, it's a process. For example, picking orders. That's a process. You always have to pick orders. Answering customers' emails, creating reels and doing social posts, sending off emails, ordering stock. These are all processes. And as I said, in the early days of your brand building, you need to be all over all of it. But eventually, we need to take some of those repetitive processes that you don't enjoy off your plate and put you only in charge of projects. Now, I love projects. In fact, I would go so far as to say I'm an exceptional project manager. It's probably the bit that I do best. I find processes, well, they're pretty boring. I don't like doing things repetitively. And some people love repetition and other people hate repetition. And that depends on your specific genius zone. However, for most business owners, the thing that we need to be working on are projects. And projects are things that have a start date and an end date. It could be, for example, a website reskin or a refresh. It could be, for example, choosing a new Facebook agency. It could be bringing out a new product line. It's anything we do in our business that has a start and an end, and it needs us as the business owners to oversee it because they're the things that actually allow us to grow our brands. Largely speaking, if processes are done well, well, they don't really help us get more sales. They just make sure that the business is on track on its mouse wheel. It continues to roll around every day doing what it needs to do. And that's why you as a business owner should not be on the mouse wheel or doing processes. So in order to figure out what's your genius zone and what you need to either automate, delegate or outsource, which quite frankly is an entire topic for another podcast, I'm going to give you a super simple strategy. And it looks like this. I want you to sit down with a couple of pieces of blank paper just completely white paper. And I want you to start to write down over a week or so, every single task that you do involving your business, right? So it looks like answer the phone, send a purchase order, talk to the manufacturer about a product fault, answer a customer email, pick five orders. Like These are all tasks and activities that you do in your brand. And I want you to create a complete list. And the reason I've asked you to get a couple of pieces of paper is, well, there's probably a lot you're doing and it may spill over from one page to two or three. Now, when you're pretty sure that you've got everything that you do on these pages, then what I want you to do is to sit there with a cup of tea away from your desk and go through with a highlighter and highlight anything on your pages that you love. You're like, yep, I enjoy doing that. Yep, I'm pretty good at that. Yep, tick that one. That's okay. I'm going to highlight that one. And what you're going to be left with at the end is a whole bunch of unhighlighted tasks that you do in your brand that you're like, yeah, they're the ones I pretty much don't like. So you're going to then rewrite your pages into two separate lists. One is like, you're going to become your job description. It's your genius zone. It's all the tasks that you're okay to continue to do for now. Separately, you're going to end up with a page or two of all of the tasks that you don't love doing in your brand, the things that are not in your genius zone, and you are then going to try and reorder those into bigger topics. You might have a section for marketing, a section for finances, a section for warehouse, and that is going to allow you to start to think about on your non-genius tasks, who in your business could do them 
rather than you. And there is your job description for the next person you need to hire or the next automation you need to create or the next person you need to outsource outside of your brand, maybe to the Philippines or to somewhere else in the world. That, my loves, is an amazing activity you can do to start to get really clear about what is your genius zone and what is not in your genius zone to take some of those monkeys off your shoulders that are sitting there causing you all kinds of grief and tight neck and sore shoulders and to help you to feel amazing about scaling up your brand. I hope that I have given you some strategies today that allow you to get more connected to your brand, to get closer to building a successful brand that makes you feel fulfilled and successful. And I hope I've given you perhaps just a little bit of something today that you needed. And that's it from me today. Hands and squeezes your way wherever you are in the world. All my love. Bye.